yeah, what have you been up to this week, G? Christmas shopping. I was dragged kicking and screaming out to a pub to socialise yesterday. It's like Stuart Little in the big city. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know if I've seen that one, Dom. Is that no? a uh, is that a follow-up a... to the original hit, hit classic? Or... A hit classic, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Someone the other day, Dom, this is the thing about like coronavirus, like, well, I thought was fine. I was talk- talking to my flatmates the other day and they said that, oh, but no, this is like one of the rules now. And I literally sort of shrugged and went like, yeah, m- maybe. like, for- And it just made me realise that I could be told tomorrow. I could walk into somewhere tomorrow, and they say like, "Oh, actually, everyone has to wear these um these strange pink anoraks now." Uh, while you're, while you're shopping in stores, and I'd be like, "All right, yeah, probably, that sounds that sounds yeah, awful. that's true." Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll yeah, put that I mean... on. Literally, nothing would surprise me now. I would just I would go along with whatever, like just ridiculous. It's because actually... it's because we live in the nanny state now, where the government, you know, they tell us when we can breathe, when we're allowed to go outside, <laughs> when we're allowed to eat, what we're allowed to eat, what we're allowed to buy. I know. I don't buy presents for anyone. I refuse. Oh, that's a yeah. Yeah, I I don't understand gift giving. I it just it makes little to no sense to me. At the end of the day, it all becomes a mathematical equation because you sit oh, there I, worrying. I, I find it very stressful. Don't get me wrong, yeah, Dom. I, I don't say I like it. Like if I could, uh, you know, if I could do without it all, I I, I probably would choose that option. But a couple of years, I've not really given any gifts. And my other half term round, I said that we are now doing presents. Okay, fine, I'll go along with this. Um, and I, I did obviously point out all my objections, but um, it's now coming around to Christmas, of course, and the dreaded, yeah. what do you want for Christmas? And I said, do you want this? And she says, no, I want a surprise. And I said, well, uh, what are you buying me? And she said, well, no, 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 it's a surprise. And it's just this dance. It's this dance. And I'm trying to work yeah. out how much she's spending on me because I don't want to spend more or less or, know. you know, and then you don't want her to be disappointed. Him, It's just... It, it's a colossal waste of time, money, yeah. and energy. It, yeah, and actually, that's a you know, talking about the, the sort of the dance. That's my biggest fear this Christmas is that due to you know the sort of restrictions that are on everyone for Christmas this year in the UK, Rocky's not going to go home for Christmas, so she's coming to mine for Christmas, which you know, and and my my some friends I've told them I've, I've sort of been like, oh, you know, Greg, is that like I'm not I'm not scared about Rocky coming to my Christmas. The bit, the one thing I'm scared about for Christmas, Dom, <laughs> is present opening right yeah and being being like either like absolutely i've gone too i've i've got too much compared to rocky or or rocky's got too much compared to, that's literally the one thing i'm scared of this christmas like everyone's like oh aren't you a bit bit nervous about having it no i don't care about her being at the family house or whatever or anything like that present opening that's what that's what i'm worried about you see I, I completely and elisa's grandparent you know elisa's grandparents just very very graciously offered to um yeah by uh like a projector and stuff for the oh, house yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's only natural now the reason why i don't partake in gift giving is because now i'm of the opinion well now i have to get them something so what do i get them I what know. can i possibly get to all people who have everything in the world they could possibly want oh, i know right? you know how can i so <laughs> it's just a cyclical circle of disappointment yeah I think we did pretty well there. We should probably get to some kind of an introduction, I would have thought, and we'll crack on Let's with uh, the weekly news, yeah? Yep. Hello, you are listening to TW3. We highlight the world's insanities, we make fun of those that deserve it, and we tackle fake news that plagues us. I'm your host, Dominic Lane, and this week I am joined by our resident fact-checker and editor extraordinaire, 
Gregory Bush. That's me. This week, Donald Trump declares if he loses the election, he will accept defeat graciously. A UK bar becomes a church to subvert lockdown rules. Strange monoliths float in from outer space. We'll be right back with all this and more after the break. Welcome back, guys. So just in case you're just joining us for the first time, um, we are in our second season now. Um, and if at any point you want to get in touch with us, please do email us in at podcast at tw3media.co.uk. And if you are listening to this and you like it, please do recommend it to a friend. It really, really, really helps us out. So, Greg, without further ado, I thought we'd go on to our first little story of the day. I've actually got a little sound clip for you. Oh, yeah, I love a sound clip. We're all about, uh, you know, I'm really going to miss these, although I somewhat suspect they're going to be around for a while. But this is a this is an absolute classic Trump uh, soundbite. This was from a rally he held over the weekend in the state of Georgia, uh, where he was campaigning for David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. I've probably butchered those names, which is the cliche right. line that everyone says. Anyway, I will play you the clip and you can just listen and laugh along. I think they say that if you win Florida and if you win Ohio in history, you've never lost an election. This has got to be a first time. But the truth is they were right. We've never lost an election. We're winning this election. They cheated and they rigged our presidential election, but we will still win it. We will still win it. We'll still win it. And they're going to try and rig this election, too. If I lost, I'd be a very gracious loser. If I lost, I would say I lost. And I'd go to Florida and I'd take it easy and I'd go around and I'd say I did a good job. But you can't ever accept when they steal and rig and rob. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't believe this is still going on. I know. This is it's still classic where you can't make it up, really, can you? <laughs> no, like, yeah, is this, is this from this week? Oh, this was, I think, yesterday. Oh, my Lord. Like, I... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I knew this was like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, it was still sort of... There was... Well, there wasn't a doubt in anyone's mind, but, you know, it, it was kind of more... It was closer to the actual result of the election. Oh, just... Oh, I don't even know what to say about it, Dob. Like, what is the world we live in? Well, I think he just... But, he lives in an alternative reality, and uh, so do the people that are shouting, screaming, and uh, cajoling. I think, uh, what you know, one quite important thing is actually in the state of Georgia, um, there was an election official who is Republican, came out and made a, had a very emotional press conference saying that this has got to stop. You know, I'm a Republican. I have counted these votes. I have overseen this whole of the election. There is no fr like fraud. We have done everything by the book. This is fine. At the end of the day, we lost. But my family are being threatened. I'm being threatened. My staff are being threatened. You know, Donald Trump needs to stop. And this is basically his response to that. Is he went to the state of Georgia and had held a rally, <laughs> banging on about fraud. It's like, cheers, so, cheers, Trump. 
Thanks for doing oh, the, no. the one thing I asked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. The uh, like I, what also as well baffles me is baffles me. It's just the so the supporters and whatever they were like cheering and like you know losing their minds when he says that oh because it was a fraud the election whatever. When this inevitably comes out to be proven that he was just chatting out of his ass the whole time, like, n- n- not I, what proportion of those supporters are going to be like, you know what, he was wrong about that. Like, I'm starting to doubt this guy's credibility. Like, no one. Like, so what is it? What what sort of world is it where you can you can literally there's no consequences for anything you anything you say. Like, no yeah. one was. Well, it won't tarnish your reputation at all if if if, if what you've been saying turns out to be false like, in the future everyone's just like ah well nah it's because there's the the indefensible you know position I'm of that it's fake news wasn't it it's fake news ah oh there we go fake yeah, news, I, yeah. I was, my my faith was wavering in the in in trump there for a second but then i remembered it's the it's the corporations isn't it but only the select well, corporations there against me like not 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 the ones that we want to do well those ones are all right yeah, I mean, obviously, I kind of uh, stated a bit of a theory last week that actually, you know, some of this could be good mm. um, for uh, uh, for uh, United States politics going forwards in that actually getting rid of that duopoly might be a beneficial thing. Um, but an awful lot of it is absolutely terrible for United States democracy. Yeah. And, 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 and I think one of the most startling figures I've read... And, and what actually kind of leads me to believe that this was a calculated move is that Trump has actually raised, the Trump campaign has actually raised $200 million since election day. So, you know, all those snarky emails that they were sending out. Apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently you can continue raising money after Election Day. And $200 million has been raised since Election Day. And only $8.8 million of that has gone towards legal fees. And so far, <laughs> and so far, most of it has been used to pay off campaign debt. Um, although I don't think they had that much debt. But either way, I mean, what I would quite like to know, and if anyone does have the answer to this, please do email in, is what happens to the surplus money? Or do they just have so much debt well, that that's that? But yeah, this, this is why, like, there's no, like, no like no one cares. It's, it's, I mean, you know, I, but I did see it, someone was trying to do, like, a lawsuit. Was, was Someone was had, like, filed a lawsuit against him because, like, the money wasn't hadn't gone to what you know they said they were raising the money for that was the, that was the whole premise of, of the law so so someone was you know obviously taking uh, issue with it but yeah again it's just i don't I'm, there's no there is no accountability for like, the it's it, it sort of yeah. makes you think you know we're still we're still convinced whatever that you think oh in like dictatorship countries and whatever yeah sure they, they do what they want get away with what they want but this is kind of like watered down rubbishy version of it but still also like you belittle like flipping kick uh kickstarter like gofundme pages online when they're like oh like raising money for like a product that looks rubbish that's never gonna work is it like he's literally just he's just asking for money now and people are like yeah sure of course i'll, I'll give the money <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, it's total madness and i i have just read here that he's helping to form a new super pack um so that's where part of the money's going 
Uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's ludicrous and it, it, there is just serious money that is being thrown around in this presidential election that could actually go and if you took that money and applied it in the same way that Bill Gates did in applying mm. these, you know, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars, you can actually solve problems, you know, instead yeah. of just snipey, snarky advertising campaigns. Um, anyway, we'll move on. So um, I've got a great little story for you this week, Gritty. There is a UK bar that is posing as a church to get around coronavirus rules. So it's a bar called, uh, what's it called? It's called the church, oh, sorry, 400 Rabbits. It's a tequila bar in Nottingham. Yeah. And they have new, they've just applied to the UK authorities to christen themselves as the Church of 400 Rabbits because there's a legal loophole in coronavirus rules where congregations can meet. So... They are known as a hard-drinking gang of 400 rabbit gods. And the application was made under the Places of Worship Registration Act of 1855. Um, and the there's a $10, or sorry, £10 contribution. It means you're ordained as a reverent of the righteous rabbits with a complimentary T-shirt as your official robes. Oh, I mean, to be honest, that's more an offer than most uh, actual places of worship that I could think of, you know. Yeah, it's more, yeah, you don't get, get a t-shirt there, do you? Yeah, exactly. No, you don't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, becoming a bunny believer is free and it gets you a certificate. So um, this is obviously kind of an extension of the whole scotch egg fiasco. Uh, yeah. Which you know, I thought would lead us quite nicely. You did mention before we started here that you uh, you you would quite like to delve into the uh, new COVID tiers. So it's true. Uh, I, I will let you take it away. Well, good. Let's. Yeah, tomorrow's Tom. I just wanted to talk about Scotch Egg Gate because uh, it's that <laughs> is. I don't know how much of the you know UK news you are keeping up with being over in France now, but no, it's no. all kicking off over everyone's favourite. I mean, what would you even call it? Pub snack? Or is it a substantial meal? Because that's what the whole debate is about, Dom. Let me just clarify, roll it back. So the rules now are in, now that London and other places in the country are in what we call like tier two of the tiered system now for, for lockdown sort of rules, like being in, in coronavirus and whatever, you can't buy alcohol from a pub unless you're having a substantial meal, okay? So you can't just go into a pub now for, for like a drink, okay? Um, and then, of course, so politicians, what people were really anxious to know then, what uh, what clarifies as a, as a substantial meal, you know, because there needs to be there needs to be a line drawn somewhere and whatever. And someone, you know, it quickly came back to, oh, well, you know, what about a Scotch egg then? Because, you know, that's a that's a classic pub snack. And one politician said, oh, I think that would that probably class as a substantial meal. Yeah, fine. And yet, you know, a couple of days later, it was then found that, oh, well, actually, I'm not sure if a scotch egg does count as a substantial meal. And so everyone's just now, you know, it's become the sort of the latest meme, the UK meme on the Internet is just like people going in and having ridiculously large bill. I found one, Dom, which was someone had like a 600 pound bill. It was like 66 pints. And and the Scotch egg, and that was that was deemed as all right. <laughs> They'd have the, the between like six people or something, you know, it was deemed as okay. So, 
Well, yeah, but isn't there like a limitation on like how much drink you can have with a meal? Because I know in France there is a bit of a limitation, like, but that, you know, it, it, they are allowed to kind of take the initiative. So, you know, someone can't have 10 beers with a caprese salad they could only have like two or three you know um and, and i do feel like everyone's looking at this the wrong way around because you know if because i do think there is a limitation on the number of drinks you can have per food i mean i i think that is part of the whole thing per person but yeah why why can't you just like who says that you have to eat the food that you order well, no, so, so this is this is one of one of the things as well was that so you can't you can't you're not meant to be able to carry on drinking like you know once you finish your food you know it's that's like the that's like one of the rules as well but but it's just it's just all ridiculous again I get there needs to be a line drawn somewhere so people are, are know what they should and shouldn't be doing and whatever but like the police surprise surprise Dom have come out and said they're not going to be going around and checking that substantial meals are being eaten with their uh, with people's <laughs> drinks surprise surprise like they're not going to sort of be driving down the street and go hang on about hey wait can we turn can we turn the car around I saw someone have a pint back there and there was no there was no roast on the table next to his pint like, like and and you know I so we went to a pub yesterday and like you know the the the, the wait that came to our table was click quick to sort of establish you know what counted as as a substantial meal she said so you can have like two starters or you know like one me- and i mean I, I i was there the cynic you know the the cynicist in me was sitting there thinking that well i mean this is great for flipping pubs isn't it i'd shift more food out of the, <laughs> out of the gate they'd be like well actually yeah, of course. you have to you know so i just i just uh, like and and but then at the same same time like pubs aren't going to turn people away if they want to come in and order 26 pints at six pound 50 a pop they're not going to be like uh can you get some food with that please guys because uh <laughs> of course they're not like sh- yeah just, well you know. well personally i think you're very lucky because um the bars and restaurants are all closed still here and it's very unlikely that they will be open for christmas so right. um so so you're very lucky and I was very envious when you messaged me last <sighs> night saying that uh, that you were in a pub despite your uh, reticence to the matter. But anyway, um, yeah, I take your point. It's all a bit loopy, but the world is a bit loopy this year. Um, yeah. I think one thing's for certain. Uh, I can't wait to read some of the articles on the news on the 31st of December, you know, because everyone always, you know, the, all the news outlets always do like a summary of the year. And they say in a year where we saw the London Olympics and so and so and this and that, I can't wait for this one. Yeah. I think it's going to be brilliant reading some of those articles. Uh, sort of, and and Justine said that she would be breathing a sigh of relief as we look towards the future after a very difficult year. So it, I think yeah, it's going to yeah. be quite a lot, of fun, uh, quite a lot of fun to read those when they come around. Um, anyway, uh, I think we should get to a break quickly, shouldn't we? Uh, we should get to our midpoint. Uh, yes, please do email us in podcast at teamrefuemedia.co.uk if you have anything you'd like to shout out, and please do remember to. Share our podcast out. That would be amazing. We are obviously kind of just getting started and it'd be amazing for you, all your support. So uh, without further ado, we'll be right back after this. So welcome back, guys. Uh, so we're going to do the headline game, aren't we, Greg? So this is where yeah, I get put on the spot and see if I've been following the news this week, really. Uh, the weird yeah. and the wonderful. 
the yet to be titled fill in the blank from this headline game yeah which is a unique unique idea to the tw3 podcast tm <laughs> um so up first on then in your three headlines for this week we have anti-gay hungarian politician joseph sershaja resigns after being caught where hmm so I, I, I'm not going to pretend like I <laughs> no, don't I know, know this one because I do know this one and it was going to be one of my stories of the week. Um, uh, this, to be honest, <laughs> is quite frankly again, remarkable. <laughs> what? I'm just reading it again. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Uh, so so it, it's unbelievable. Uh, basically, uh, he was caught at a 25-man sex <laughs> orgy in Brussels flouting coronavirus restrictions and presumably also his political ideologies uh so the 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 he he's been i think he resigned pretty much immediately before the story broke uh but he's now been disavowed by hungary's party i mean the one thing one question i do have to ask though is what is wrong with poland and hungary at the moment like, have they lost their mind? Did they forget that Nazi Germany once occupied them and took away all of their human rights? You know, they've got, they've just, you know, they've elected these, you know, far right, you know, family values, anti-LGBT, yeah. anti-women's rights. You see what's happened in Poland. It's like, it's like they, they didn't have history lessons at school. And some of them probably even lived through it. I mean, they've lost their minds over there. Absolutely balmy. But you say that. I used to have this kind of, yeah, like, you know, I think maybe now it's like a depressive view for another reason. But it's like, um, I used to have the feeling that like, yeah, why are people making these like stupid, like people are just getting like, you know, stupider and stupider or whatever, or becoming more ignorant and more. But now, you know, after watching things like that, um, the social dilemma and whatever, you realize that, I mean, it totally makes sense. Like, you know, it's just everything's become more polarized. People are voting for the. Uh, how much like free choices anyone have anyway? Because you're sort of guy, you know, like they said with the why? Why did everyone forget again about the whole like Cambridge Analytica thing? Where it's like, guy, we can see that that people were influenced into like voting for whatever the the highest bidder wants to vote like pay for. Yeah, it, that is going. That is at work all the time now. In you know and, and yeah, exactly. And 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 this whole. You know, the fact that these people have forgotten can, you know, probably absolutely forgotten history, that is, probably absolutely be put down to social media. Because at the end of the day, Mark Zuckerberg has created a platform that he can no longer control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can't control it anymore. Like, as hard as they try to control the content that's on there and to do all the fact checking and use AI tools. It, it, you know, this information just spreads too fast across the internet yeah. and he can't control it anymore. He, Mark Zuckerberg might be the CEO of Facebook, but he's not controlling it. He's not running it. Um, so, um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, quick, quick uh, side tangent there. But, yeah, so Sager, I, uh, not sure I'm pronouncing that right, uh, whose party has enacted repressive anti-gay legislation under the leadership of Victor O. Orban, is said to have jumped from a window and shinned down a drain pipe after police arrived to investigate an alleged breach of Belgium's COVID-19 curfew. Uh, what a fall from a 
from from Grace. Did you a... did you read the part? Did you read the part where one of the party goers was complaining about the Belgian police, uh, the way they handled it? And he he basically said we were a bit annoyed by the Belgian police because they came in shouting that they wanted to see everybody's IDs, but we were clearly all naked, <laughs> so we didn't have any IDs. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's um. So he had to say about the uh, um about the matter. He said, "I am sorry that I have broken the rules of gatherings." <laughs> This was irresponsible on my part, and I will take the sanctions that come with it. And we, and so, we should uh, also point out that he's anti-LGBT because mm. he helped write Hungary's constitution and the uh, the heterosexual marriage clauses in the family values clause <laughs> is in there. So, you yeah. know, it's, somebody stop the madness. Just stop um, the madness. But it's always, oh, what I've always found is it's always the people that bash gays are actually the homosexuals. Yeah, it's, the, <laughs> it's, yeah, true. it's true. Always, it's true. always the fascists, you know. It's, um, you know through... Yeah, it's like that, you know, uh, look how not gay I am, everyone. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> is, is the classic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah um, so, one from one, Don. Very good. Yeah. You're, you're in good stead as we go into our second headline, which is... Well, I'm I'm drawing my tally from last week so far. <laughs> I got one out of three. Sorry, Greg, go. So, um, Mississippi police looking for man who what during bank robbery? Uh, I read about this. I did read about it. What did he do? He left his name and address. No, I, I mean I have yeah, read something no. on that. No, well, no, I he, have read one like that in the past. He, I'm sure someone but, uh, left their name and address at a crime scene while they were robbing a bank, and they got. I mean, this is. Uh, I'll give you a clue. You know, it's, it's just like fitting of of the time we live in. You know, think what 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 is sort of routine oh, now was for he, most people. Oh, was he not wearing his mask or something? He pulled down his face mask. <laughs> 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 In a world where you now have a, a, an excuse to subvert so, um, facial recognition and CCTV. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the suspect who is, uh, is still to be uh, detained um, uh, went into a bank. And, yeah, as he came up to the, 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 um, the, um, the desk, you know, the, the sort of cashier in the bank, he pulled down his face mask on, giving a clear view of his face to the camera that was behind the thing. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, people are, you know, were quick to sort of um, obviously lampoon him online and say the one time in US history when it's actually okay to wear, wear a mask in a bank and this guy has to go and take it off as he gets to the, the checkout. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, that's uh, okay. that was number two for this week. And our final one then for this week, um, Ohio Department of Health now recommending those in Ohio avoid traveling to where, Dom? Oh, Ohio. It, it it is Ohio, yes, of course. So uh, it's uh, Columbus, Ohio, has been added added to the Ohio Department of Health's COVID nineteen travel advisory map, meaning the state is recommending Ohioans avoid traveling to Ohio, and those entering Ohio after traveling from Ohio are advised to self quarantine in Ohio for fourteen days. So uh, <laughs> as you can tell, that's a um, 
that's uh, just uh, clear as day, and I'm glad they've uh, they've cleared that up for everyone uh, living in. Well, Ohio. that's good. And l- lucky for Ohio, they uh, they they um, their rules seem a lot more uh, straightforward than they do in the UK. But I'm pleased to say, Dom, you've you've got a got a full house this week. I mean, they were oh, I like didn't. I said, they I were. I didn't get the middle feel, one, did I? Well, I mean, I well, I gave you a bit of a hint, but two and a half. We'll give you two and a half. Oh, you know, two eight, and a half. Like, yeah. Oh, leave wow. your room to improve for next week. <laughs> but uh, that's all this week, guys. For the yet to be titled fill in the blank from that headline game. Um, Thank you very much, Greg, for preparing that for us. So um, I do have one like very kind of last story of the week that we did uh, kind of introduce. I don't know if you've seen, but someone is clearly having fun with the world because these strange metal monoliths keep popping up. Have you read about this? So I have, and I know, because it was, you know, it was like a... I sort of dismissed it as one was found in like a desert somewhere in America, right, or something. But now one's yeah, popped up Utah. somewhere else, quite quite yeah, a way in away, Romania. right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so 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 basically, the one in Utah, and all it is, uh, it, it, what? How can you describe it? It's a bit like I don't know uh, the cenotaph or something like that. It looks a bit yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just a straight monolith, but metal. It's it popped up in Utah and then it disappeared, and then someone put one in Romania, and I think that's disappeared. They are now popping up, and either one person is having fun or multiple people, which can only be assumed given the travel restrictions um, throughout the world. Um, but of course, the internet is having great fun with this. Um, people are creating memes with um them with with it done as like a McDonald's drive through uh so you know when you go to a McDonald's drive through and you've got the oh, microphone yeah, and, uh, you, you, yeah you order it so yeah. people are turning them into that as well as like charging electric vehicles and yeah it's just totally weird i, I maybe Banksy's got a new job maybe that's yeah, his new I mean, thing if anyone spots a monolith oh Pittsburgh um, oh, really? There's, there's come, more. Yeah, like... there's one in Pittsburgh and there's one in Las Vegas as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, the the I will say the one in um, Pittsburgh looks very hastily done. It's got kind of uh, duct tape uh, taped <laughs> together. It's not a sheer metal like kind of. Uh, like a it doesn't look like a very solid structure. Let's put it like. I think that. they're starting to run out of a. You know they're running out of time. They're running a bit behind schedule. They've got a, they've got a strict sort of you know deadlines for when these all need to go up in different countries around the world. They yeah. go, guys, just, I don't care. Just get it out there, ship it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder how much Ryanair's charging them to um, oh. ship them about to put them in the hold luggage. They don't need much leg room, do they, Dom? They're... No, <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, right. So I think that's everything for the week, Greg. Unless you've got any more, do you have anything? Um. Well, I did have a couple of other. Uh, just one, I suppose, which uh, you know, speaks to the uh, the. Uh, musician greg of uh, of yesteryear nowadays really but oh, uh, yeah. um so i don't know Dom, if you've heard of a small sort of tv show in the uk called strictly come dancing it's uh it, oh, it, yeah. it, it airs on one of the smaller channels i think i, I don't oh, know what the, oh, right. yeah that's i mean that's sarcasm for anyone who is listening from not in the uk strictly come dancing is a huge tv show in um 
think like what's it called in America Dancing with the Stars or whatever so you know celebrities yeah. go on and sort of learn how to do ballroom dancing over the series of weeks and whatever and uh, but uh, a rather unfortunately negative story came out about Strictly Come Dancing this week um, is that um, a band was uh, you know uh, a group of professional musicians were um, were offered to perform on like it was like there's this sort of alongside show of Strictly Come Dancing which is called like It Takes Two or something which is like their sort of their use, their peripheral, useless like gossip about the, you know, what's happened in the show like that week and whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh, unfortunately, um, when the uh, the the band asked, you know, if they could uh, be paid for the time that they had, <laughs> they had, you know, uh, appeared on the show and like performed the music and whatever, um, they were unfortunately strictly said that uh, due to the sort of pressing, um, the sort of harsh times. The current economic climate that they they couldn't cover their cost or pay them, but they did offer them a free lunch and screen time, uh, you know, which would be which would highly benefit them, sort of on social media and things like that, which uh, seems kind of uh, kind of shady and unfair. Uh, and it just reminded me a lot of lots of times, lots of times when I was younger, and I yeah, I was get I was getting around the age of like uh, you know where. You know, everyone was starting to have their first jobs and things like that, and I was you know I was performing for sort of like shows and stuff like that, and. Uh, and I, yeah, I remember thinking like, oh, but you know, you enjoy, you enjoy playing your instrument, don't you, Greg? So, you know, you know, it'd be good fun for you to come and do this thing for us and like, you know, learn the music for this show or learn the music for this thing I want to do. It's it's fun on your part, isn't it? I don't actually need to pay you for any of this time. And it's like, um, no, do you? I think you do. I think, I'm, actually, I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I, uh, you're going to hate me, but I can't. I personally think that they should have covered their costs, certainly. But I don't know how big the band is. Like, at the end of the day, if it's a big band, then yeah, I guess. But if it's a smaller band, then, I mean, I'd just be quite grateful for the, ex- for the exposure, surely. No? As long as you're covering my costs. But, like, let me, let me put it into context for you. The artist that does the Super Bowl every year, which is watched by, what, 115 million people, doesn't get yeah. paid. It, they purely get paid in the exposure that it generates. Mm, I mean, but at the same time, Dom, why why are they not being paid? In, in you know, in in the soup, the soup. We're talking about the Super Bowl, Dom. <laughs> well, because it's being what they haven't got the money to spare. Million people. It's like the biggest advertising spot ever for yeah, your brand. So they get they get their advertising. And they get paid for their work. Like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> what a ridiculous! I, I, like, I, I, you yeah, know. Okay. I think I think we might have to agree to disagree a little bit here. Because, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, personally, if I if I was a band and someone, all right, well, let's let me put it like this: if someone phoned me up and said, "Dom, we'd like you and Greg to come on uh, come on um, our show." and, and um, join in a discussion about uh, Silly Weeks News or whatever uh, mm. on TV, I would do it for free. Um, Greg, well, you, you, but, no, you've but lost I, your mind. Oh, wait. But wait. No, no, no. I wouldn't expect to be paid. But... I would expect my costs to be covered, sure. Like, you know, if they, you know... It, it, if if it's I just, was to come in from you know then, you know me, you know maybe maybe which which I don't know because I, I it was always just like you know we'd always make the comparison that I mean why is it that though which is you know which is like a, a trade you know is is a profession of course it, you know it, um 
why that compared to you know if you had a fl- a plumber or an electrician you know come around and do something and it was a, it was a high profile person's house like they wouldn't think twice they you know they, they, they wouldn't cross their mind they say like ah oh, but they might want to come do it for free because you know I'll just tell them that I use this plug like of course of course they would you you of course okay expect so it. yeah so okay you're making a very fair point here and one thing that did blow my mind was yeah. this whole like I basically recently learned about Instagram influencers they're called oh, or yeah. something like that yeah. okay yeah, I, 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 I and boy did I go down a rabbit hole that made me angry. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently people on Instagram will like message people or s- stuff and then they'll say like, oh, I'm having my friend's birthday. Can you make a cake? Oh, and don't even get do me started, from- Dom. I mean, that, oh. that, that, those kind of people deserve to be shot. Like, honestly, it, oh. you, I, I, you know, they, they should yeah. not be, they should certainly not have children. If you, uh, um, so before we go, I I get into full blown rant about you know on this topic, Dom. There's you know something to check out this week is uh, uh so one of the subreddits uh, on Reddit um it's called R slash Choosing Beggars you know so from the, oh, from yeah. the phrase and it's all just screen grabs of these kind of like conversations going on Dom about like uh oh no well, well I'm gonna actually pay you for it but I I have quite a big YouTube channel but but I've got lots of followers so you know uh. I was hoping actually you just do it for, for, for free and then you'll get like the, the advertising for it. And it's like, uh, no. Um, but yes. Um, okay. All right. So, uh, uh, all right. So you maybe kind of have, have, have turned me way around here because actually it is the same kind of thing. If you think about it, someone offering musical services is the same as the making a cake. It's kind of the, you know, uh, you know, um, the world of work is changing, isn't it? You know, there, there are things now that wouldn't even been considered professions like back, you know, back in the day. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just, you know, so music now, and being a musician now seems like the, like a traditional, uh, you know, old profession compared to like something, you know, like nowadays is podcasting or, or it is like just, you know, influencers yeah. advertising on social media, you know, like whatever they're, uh, um, so it's just like you know, for for me and you know my friends growing up, you know, we we always felt like you know we were in that kind of transition period where it was just like, yeah, why you know why is you know uh, a friend of mine is you know he's decided to be an accountant or whatever. You wouldn't just come over and say like, oh yeah, but you, you do enjoy doing accounting, don't you? Like you, you you know you've you've spent a lot of time learning about being an accountant, uh, but you'll you'll enjoy to come and do my accounts for me because this is what you enjoy doing. I won't pay you for it. It's like. Now, but I mean, but I've spent a lot of time learning this, and now you pay for you pay me to do something that you can't do. So that's that's how it <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I think I think there should have been some like clarity up front, certainly with the musicians, and said like this: yeah. we win, we can't offer you any money, but this is the oh, deal. Wait, so but yeah, it, it, it's a bit cheeky of a big corporation like the BBC yeah. to do something like that. I totally agree, yeah. especially when they pay people like Gary Lineker four hundred grand a year. Yeah. You know, the fact that they can't yeah. pay. Uh, they can't pay um, a musician, you know, five hundred quid for performing on a show is a bit of a joke. Yeah, but yeah, so that All was right. that was that was that. Well, you've 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 convinced me more into your court there, Greg. So uh, certainly one of the takeaways. Well, I'll take, right, uh, we better I'll take leave that. it there because we are running on time. Um, 
If you are listening in, please do email us at podcast at tw3media.co.uk or um, you can tweet box us at tw3media. Um, you, it'd be great if you could share it out with your friends. That'd be amazing. Really help us out. Um, it's a bye from me. And Greg, thank you very much. Thank you, Dom. See you next week. That was, that was the week that was. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.